What's up, friends? This is Ben Hodges from BH Drum Academy, and you're listening to the BH Drum Pod, the podcast that is all about learning drums. Today, um, I'd like to talk about learning songs, um, learning and, of course, remembering how to play all of these songs. Um, And it's a bit of a process that can go along to it. Um, uh, This recently came up with uh, one of my students um, he, this person had a lot of songs to remember all of a sudden and learn how to play and was trying to figure out the best way of how to do it efficiently, um, and fast, fastest way to do it. That was kind of the big, the big catch 22 on it's a catch 22. I don't know. It's a big, uh, the big thing that they had to, that to do was to figure out how to learn all of these songs in a short amount of time. And one thing we recognized was not everybody learned songs the same way. Not people learn in the same way in, in general. Humans are emotional creatures and we learn the best and remember things the best when there's an emotional component to something. And that's just the way the human brain works. If there is an emotional attachment or memory that goes along with these, uh, with things that were, that happen, we remember it the best. So that this For example, and this is kind of a a dark way to go, but um, trauma, for example, or the firsts of everything, the first time something happens, uh, we remember it very, very, very well uh, because it is uh, there is a huge emotional attachment to it. Now, with songs um, and when we're learning music um, there, it's it's hard to kind of create an emotional attachment sometimes, especially songs that we don't know, uh, where songs we're not fans of or songs that we've never heard before. It's hard to force an emotional connection or attachment to music that we're just learning, right? It's easy to make an emotional attachment to some music that you write or you make yourself like original material. But let's say you're doing some covers and you've never heard these songs before. Maybe you've just been hired to play or join a band, but you don't know any of these songs that, that they've given you a song list, but you don't know any of these songs. So how do we make an emotional attachment for it from that from that in order to remember it? And it's quite challenging in order to, to do that. If you already knew the songs and you're already a fan of it, then chances are you're going to probably remember that. Like it's easy to learn and play songs that you know very, very well, for example, are ones that you hear all the time or you're constantly exposed to, like ones that you hear on the radio all the time. If you go to work every day, although the big popular hits, if you know those songs because you hear them on the radio all the time, then chances are you're going to remember them. If you're a fan of them, if you know the words, you attend their concerts, chances are you're going to know how to play those songs uh, and they're much easier to learn because you know them and you like them. So songs you enjoy or you already like, or you're already a fan of, you're probably going to have an easier time learning them. But songs you don't know, or maybe they're not your cup of tea, but you have to learn them anyways, they're going to be much more challenging. So today I'm going to talk about um, kind of a process uh, or some things that you do in order to learn songs. So when, when I first started playing in a band, um, the way that I play drums is 
and back the show is kind of my age. I had an iPod and <laughs> remember the good old iPods. Um, and I put some music on my iPod and the music that was on my iPod is of course you put music on your iPod of the songs that you like. So I would put on my headphones and I go to the drums and I just play along to the songs that were on my iPod. And so I was, that's how I practiced. I, I would do that all the time. Um, but there's also ways outside of that iPod and outside of the drums that you can learn songs. You can learn songs in many different environments. So, I mean, obviously during practice time when you're playing along to drums, but for example, in your car or on a walk, or maybe you're walking your dogs and you have some headphones on. Uh, Maybe you're listening to it while you're cooking. You're listening to music while you're around. It's uh, you can put on the songs that you need to learn or the music that you need to learn in lots of environments. And I recommend to do that. till you absorb the music and almost like it's kind of kind of a weird way to say it. it's not to say if you force yourself to be a fan, but, um, you know, understand and appreciate the music, anticipate things that happen, like absorbing the music and not just a practice time that's on purpose, maybe absorbing it, um, when you're around and doing, living your day, like where you're at work, in your car, on a walk, exercising, all of those things. So absorb the music in lots of different environments other than just the practice room and become a fan of them. Okay. Become a fan of them. And even if they're not played on the radio a lot, you're going to have to kind of create that exposure. Like I said earlier, it's easier to learn and play songs that you know and hear a lot on the radio or you're constantly exposed to. But if these are songs that you're not exposed to, then you need to create exposure. You need to create that opportunity to have them in your environment and, and for your body to absorb them and your brain to absorb them. Okay. Um, so one of my first tips of how to learn songs uh, and the process to learn songs is to um, listen to them in lots of different environments. Okay. On the car, on a walk, all those things. Secondly is when you're learning these songs is to practice some critical listening skills, critical listening skills. Um, That means that you are listening for something specific. And in terms of drum world, you're listening for exactly what the drums do. How are you going to learn how to play these songs if you don't know what the drums do? So, uh, for example, you would maybe listen to a song and just listen specifically for a part of the drum, like the bass drum or the kick drum, both interchangeable. What is the kick drum or the bass drum doing? Okay. What's the rhythm that it's playing? Okay. During these songs, what's the rhythm and the bass drum doing? Uh, What is the snare drum doing? Okay. What, listen to the snare drum, just the snare drum. What's the hi-hat doing? What's the pattern? Okay, what's the rhythm that's that's being played? Okay, and how are they all interconnected with each other? Okay, listen for the counting. Okay, count along with the song. Like these are great ways as you listen to these songs to internalize these songs and to kind of reach beyond just what the groove of the song is and the danceability of it. Reach beyond it of what is actually being played by the musicians, the recording musicians here. Transcribe it. Okay. Transcribing mean is, is write down or what is being played by the bass drum or the snare drum or other things. Okay. Do that, do that. And, um, another thing you can do is also recreate it, recreate it and, and play and play through it. So once you have kind of some critical listening stuff, you can recreate it. Now, if it's not on your drum specifically, 
I mean, you can play it on your lap. You can play it on a practice pad. You can play it on your steering wheel while you're stuck in traffic, right? Just play along, like tapping along to the rhythm of the bass drum and the snares and other things. Uh, playing through the songs is, is a great thing as well. Um, now, there is a chance that sometimes, and this definitely lots of people will probably be nodding as you, as you listen to this, um, that you may get to a when you're trying to play, play a song and sometimes you have to force yourself to like um, play through something that you're not really sure how to do. There's maybe a song that's like too difficult to play or a part of the song that's, I, I, I can't do that part or this is too hard for me, but you're trying to force yourself to kind of go through it and you get close to good enough. Um, I would suggest if if you ever get to play, uh, you're trying to play a song or a part of a song that is too hard, is too difficult, peel back a layer, peel back a layer, kind of like an onion, kind of like an onion, peel back a layer of complexity or difficulty and change it a little bit so that you're, it's a little easier to play. So for example, let's say you're playing a, a, a rock groove um, uh, that involves you playing 16th notes on the hi-hats, 16 notes on a hi-hat, which for some people at certain beats per minute is quite fast. And maybe you're playing it for a long time. And some people are like, have a really hard time being able to play that fast on a hi-hat and being able to do a kick pattern, a snare pattern and all at the same time. Now, if it's too difficult, what happens if you peel off a layer and say, okay, instead of the 16th notes playing on the hi-hat, maybe I will just play eighth notes on the hi-hat. What would it sound like? So instead of going, maybe you're going, now, in the context of all the instruments going at the same time, will it sound terrible or bad because you switched the 16th notes to the 8th notes? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. And probably the only people who really notice is you and any other hardcore drum nerd who is staring at you during the concert and analyzing every single thing that you're doing, who understands the complexity of playing drums and notes and so on, and which is extremely rare in any music sense. So um, it's okay to peel back a layer. Uh, maybe perhaps the drum beat is not the 16 notes. Maybe it's a series of ghost notes that's being played on the snare drum as you play. And you can peel away a layer and take away those ghost notes and just play simpler, okay? Will the drum beats and will the groove and will uh, the feel of the song be the same if you just peel back a layer, okay? And as you get better and as your understanding of the song gets better, you can add these layers back and make it um, kind of the full range that you need to. So you're adding, you can add a little more layers and flair later as you understand it and as you become a stronger drummer for that song. So peeling back layers is absolutely okay. Absolutely okay to do that. So when you're learning songs, if you ever come across something that's too hard, think about where you can peel back some layers. Okay, peel back a layer of 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 some complexity. Okay, and so you can make it sound just as great. It will not really make too much of a difference uh, from there. Many people think that when you're playing songs, especially covers, and uh, you have to play exactly 
as the person recorded it. And that's not true. That's not really true at all. Like you, you can still do a great tribute and cover by peeling back layers, keeping it simple. Um, of course, there's some of those like important, the important drum fill that you have to be, make sure to note to to hit. I mean, some some of those moments you have to try and make sure to do its do its homage. Like for example, can you imagine uh, the song "Smells Like a Teen Spirit"? Um, by Nirvana. If you imagine playing anything but that opening, um, opening drum fill, bottom, but dadum, but dadum, but da, right? If you play anything else but that, uh, people are gonna be like, "Oh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I don't think I like that." <laughs> so there's some pieces you have to play kind of as best you can. But in terms of um, the, kind of the beat and and there's some areas that you can peel back just to make it easier on yourself. Absolutely, do it. Um, and lastly, um, anytime that there are some areas that are trouble areas and you have the time to practice, if you have the time to practice, uh, it's great to just stop and pause on some of those trouble areas. There's some great apps that you can loop songs and you can kind of pinpoint and isolate parts of songs, uh, over and over and over again. Maybe it's the transition from a verse to a chorus, or maybe it's a certain fill or a certain drum beat that you're, or timing that you're working on, but, um, spend some time and more, more time on some of those trouble areas and kind of hammer, hammer through it. Start with, by peeling back the layers, start by slowing it down. Uh, and you can start to speed it up to tempo. Perhaps you can add a little bit more time before it and work on transitioning through it. Maybe you can work on eventually when you get good at it, you can add more layers and add more funk to it or add some flair, uh, all of those things. So um, this has kind of been a little chat through uh, the process of, of how I learn songs. And definitely there are many, many ways that people can learn in different uh, different environments. And sometimes people have some tools to help them learn, um, some people to help them talk through it or some coaching um, and ways to organize it. Um, I also recommend as well, of if there's songs that you don't know very well, is to take some time to nerd out about it. Uh, create a drum chart, creating drum charts about about some songs is a great way to kind of go through the nuts and bolts of a song. How many times does an introduction get played? How many times does a verse get played? Uh, what is the pattern here? Where are the stops and starts? It's a great way to transcribe it and to really internalize a song by taking all the parts apart of a song and putting it all together again. Uh, it's a great way to do that. So drum charts are super helpful. So hopefully this has been helpful for at least to, to work on your thinking about drumming and how to learn songs. Uh, if you'd ever like to chat more or pick my brain about learning songs, or if there's something tricky about it, um, I'd be happy to help. Reach out to me on bhdrumcanopy.com or uh, on Instagram or Facebook and so on. I'd love to be uh, a coach, a mentor for you and, um, and be, be part of your journey. So thank you so much for all your help. Uh, please like and subscribe and, and also leave a rating for this podcast. I would really appreciate it. And uh, thank you for all the much for the support that many people have given. So until next time, friends, uh, this is Ben Hodges signing off here. Have yourself a wonderful day and uh, enjoy the drums. <laughs>